0: We are living in unprecedented times. No matter what industry you come from, we must all review, rethink, and reinvent ourselves. Are you an entrepreneur that is trying to adapt your business to the new norm? Well, you are listening to the 2020 Entrepreneur, a podcast that will motivate you and have you think outside of the box. My name is Hugo Almeida, and with over 30 years of being an entrepreneur, I am here to share and inspire you with my experiences and help invent a new you. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to T20E World. Hugo here, and today we are talking about social media careers in 2021. That is pretty freaking awesome. And with us, we have Nadir Pearson who is the digital strategist for Pangea.app. Nadir, welcome. How are you doing, buddy? Hey, Hugo, thank
1: you so much. Uh, It's Capricorn season, and it was my birthday yesterday, so I'm feeling good.
0: Awesome. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Nadir. I understand you graduated from Brown University, huh? Yes, yes. So I'm a New Jersey native. Awesome. Um, You know, went to public
1: school here up until uh, middle school and then eventually took my talents uh, prep school in Connecticut. So that was a a really cool experience. Ultimately went to Brown, played some football there. um, And then, you know, we can talk a little bit more about the rest (laughs) of the journey, but it's definitely been an exciting one.
0: Oh, that's great, man. Division one athlete into Brown University. Congratulations, man. And by the way, happy birthday.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yeah. 24 years old, you know, just a year and a half or so out of college. So it's a Again, just being happy that we are where we are. Pandemic twenty twenty's been nuts. So oh, yeah. Again, no doubt.
0: Grateful. Oh yeah. No, no, no doubt on that one, man. It's been it's been a changing experience for everyone. We've all learned, right? To pivot, adapt, improvise and move forward, man. So listen, I want to talk to you about different things and we're going to dive into the social media careers because it's such a hot topic of interest for so many people that not only are in college at the moment, but are coming out, they have graduated and social media right now really is driving the corporations in their marketing department. So things have changed, right? The traditional way of marketing or in in the structure within corps, it's amazing how it's shifted. It's all social Mm -hmm. media today so before we dive in I wanted to also kind of ask you a little bit about Pangea your role as digital strategist give us a little background on that
1: yeah so um, for folks who are unfamiliar you know Pangea.app is a you know a college talent platform right so students can go on there look for positions especially freelance and remote jobs um, and then you know growing startups and other types of businesses can go ahead and you know, place opportunities for work you know as they look at to the scale of their businesses and hire young you know qualified talent so
0: it's awesome. Yeah, no, listen, uh, like, you know, we are part of that that app family, and we are very excited and happy. It's been working successfully. Yep. And you guys are just spreading across the country in all major universities like a virus. Congratulations, <laughs> man. It's freaking awesome.
1: Hopefully, yeah. yeah.
0: Hopefully, in a good way, like a virus, right? Totally. I'm not- I mean, like, a, I don't, I'm not, I'm not talking COVID here. No, this is awesome. <laughs> right, right, right. That You guys are spreading, you know, all these opportunities to engage other students and becoming yep. a part of that app family. And I know from our discussion that you're actually heading up something new called the Pangea Academy, right? Yeah, exactly. So I, I came onto the Pangea team
1: um, roughly in, you know, September... Um, just as the school year started, wanted to do something different. I was coming out of my last job, uh, working as a digital strategist for another company in the cannabis space. So that does marketing. And Mm so, you know, I had known Adam, our founder since, you know, my time in school, we were both uh, at Brown together and I watched him, you know, take Pangea from Pangea Mark which, you know, what it what it was previously, and that was just any types of skills, any type of activity that you need, you know, whether it was like cleaning your bathroom or, you know, walking <laughs> yeah. dogs, it was a place that you could go. You sure. know. But again, continue to like niche down, be very specific on, on the goal of like trying to help people get work opportunities. Um, And so it's been amazing to, you know, see that grow nat- naturally through Adam's like hard work. And again, like I decided to come on the team because I saw there was a great opportunity to really focus on the social media aspect of things. You know, digital strategy, strategies is is kind of the big play, right? Of the overarching umbrella of everything from SEO to email and, you know, all those things underneath. And so, but social media, to your point, has been the big community contact point, right? You grow a lot of your community on social. So I've been doing a lot of that through my work, starting a student organization called SMART on campuses. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that's basically, it has a very, a lot of similarities to Pangea where, you know, we help students get in contact with people who are looking to hire, but it's more so, you know, without, so much sophisticated technology that Pangea has, and additionally, you know, in a different industry. But you know, through that, um, I've had experience that led me to here we are today, right? Helping the Pangea team. Pangea Academy is our one-month boot camp. So we have three meetings. We just had the last one, which was a uh, strategy and planning, and the next two we'll have will be around, uh, you know, uh, management and distribution of content. You know, actually posting things online. And then the last one will be uh, more of like the analytics and next steps, you know, like how do you go about actually getting a job, where places to start, obviously Pangea being a great hub to start, so.
0: Yeah, man, congratulations. Now, just so our listeners understand this, I actually sat in the first uh, academy class last week. Nadir gave a phenomenal presentation. It was like probably the only presentation that was about ninety nine slides or so for a couple hours that I was like totally focused. I was engaged, and it went without a hitch. So, congratulations! By the way, that was a phenomenal, phenomenal presentation, and you had a big ass group on that on, on that call. So that was awesome, yeah. and I'm look I'm looking forward to sitting in on the next one. So let's dive into careers, man. Social media careers here in 2021. So how do you actually how do you start, man? How do you get these roles, Nadir? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what? Well, I-
1: I think we kind of talked about this to your point earlier in the sense that, you know, social media is one of the only things that, you know, folks that are super young, 18 to, we'll say, 24, right, have somewhat of an organic experience in, right? You totally. Maybe some other things that we might think about are like sales, if you're a good talker or speaker, yep. right, things like that. But really, social media is something that most of us, you know, engage in in some way, shape, or form. And in that sense, you know, it's pretty accessible, right? For us to come in and start to work with other businesses that are growing, who are still making that pivot into having their businesses be more focused digitally. Um, And young people are poised, you know, just by naturally growing up in this generation and in a futuristic time. We're in 2021. So I say futuristic all the time now. (laughs) But yeah, just because of that, like I said, there's an abundance of companies looking to make that pivot and make that transition. And if, you know, young college students of age can start to come in and showcase that, hey, I know how to grow a community. I know how to engage people and post relevant content. You know, that's like your first step. But to your point, you know, even practically, Just starting to go ahead and post, create content um, and really get a feel for how these social platforms, you know, engage with content and users because they all have their little bit, you know, their tweaks, whether it's an Instagram or a TikTok or Twitter on how you're able to grow using those.
0: Yeah. So that's an important point there because understanding the value that you bring to the corporation and that's something that we, you know, it's important because you got to kind of understand that, right? If you're going into corporate (laughs) America, whatever it may be, whatever role, small, medium or large, you have a value that they currently need need. So understanding yep. what you can do and what you can bring and add is so important. So I guess diving in, right, to see what your strengths are in social media marketing before you go and you present yourself to a company. And I know we had talked about this. So how do you progress like in mm-hmm. the social media space? There's so many I just feel like there's so many apps out there to get your hands around, but how do yep. you progress? How do you gain the experience before getting out there to the workforce?
1: Well, I would say it's kind of like a little bit of both. It's a little bit of you know trial and error. A lot of social media is trial and error. I can go a little bit into like my story, right, and kind of talk awesome. about awesome, yeah, because sure. I think that just it, it paints a very you know vivid picture of how you're able to go from one. My first job ever was I'm um, working as the coordinator for the Brown University Snapchat. And that was something where, you know, my application process was me making a mock story. So send us an example of what you would do, right? And so that's the first thing where, you know, because content is so accessible on your phone, you don't have to ask permission to start, you know, creating accounts. You can make an an account that is something that you totally enjoy doing. If it's about cats and you want to make an account about cats that wear, you know, certain cute outfits yeah that's niche you know people are enjoying you know people care about cats a lot of there's a big cat community right so (laughs) i just you know but my point here is like you can create content around literally anything you want and if you do it in a way that's you know somewhat cohesive you can start to build you know some experience there right and that's the one thing about social media it's a free way to gain experience and through my time at the brown snapchat obviously it was a opportunity where a lot of my job was to go ahead and work with people at Brown, whether it was like student orgs or other, whether it was like a fitness center and see what needs they had. And if we could do maybe a collaborative, you know, media channel with them or a collaborative content piece for that matter, right? So being able to kind of understand those types of, you know, macro level partnerships, plus what you can do at a content perspective of if I'm somebody who's watching your story, you know, But again, it just takes trial and error. You go, really, just go out and do it, mess up. um, And (laughs) literally, you know, you'll see if an account does well, go in and assess what's doing well, what's not. um, And and you continue from there to see, you know, what your community feeds on.
0: I guess, uh, you know, every social media application, I know the hot ones right now, you got the Instagram YouTube, uh, you know, the Facebooks of the world, but TikTok coming up quick. It's actually huge now. So understanding the analytic piece is important, right? So if you're playing around with these apps, like you say, just get out there, dabble in it, do it. I know that you could be walking down the street and as you're walking down the street, create a new account on, like you said, it could be on cats, you know? So there is (laughs) a niche out there. No, there is a niche. So let me ask you though, how do you actually try to get your foot inside that door, man? You find that sweet company that you dream of working for. You know, give us some insight. What what should they be right. thinking? So, what should they be so doing? One
1: example, again, right. I sent an example of my of, of my content to Brown. Another time is when I went to um, the Boston Freedom Rally. Right. And so this was just another festival in Boston. And I decided to go there and film people, you know, asking them one question. I said, hey, what would you say to someone that says cannabis is bad? Mm-hmm. Right. And I started to just go around and ask the vendors there, the business owners, what, you know, what their thoughts were. Mm-hmm. And that was a piece of content that I then created for myself and mm-hmm. go out, you know, and I wanted to make it for my blog right, sure. or whatever it was. Right. But I then used that when I went on LinkedIn and I would send it to people as part of my introduction to them. Right. Absolutely. So I would say, hey, what's going on? I'm so and so from Brown University. I'm a student here, a sophomore. I'm looking to get into the space. I've also created this video here because this is something that I want to do long term, right. And so it just goes to show people that you're putting in effort and passion, regardless if people are paying you, right. And I wasn't always concerned upfront about getting paid. I was concerned about doing good work. And I know money would come later. Um, And so sometimes with some of these jobs, it's best to say, hey, I'll do it for free. And let's see what happens. And if I grow your account, you know, you don't got to do it for free forever. Free for now, not forever, right? That's what I tell people. Free for now, not uh, forever. Not I love forever. that one.
0: <laughs> but you know what? So, Freaking dead on point, man. You just hit the uh, the you know the nail right on the head, dude. And that's that's phenomenal advice right there, Nadir, because the reality is you got to step outside your bubble. I mean, you, if you want to bring that value that we were just discussing a little bit ago and you want to step outside of that crowd and be noticed... Well, you know what? You know, you have a passion. You follow it. You create some content. You get out there. You reach out to these companies. Hopefully, you know what they'll give you the opportunity to get that foot inside the door. So, thanks for sharing that information. Let me ask you though, uh, just out of curiosity, your opinion right now—the climate around social media. I mean, it's changed so much. I, I know we touched upon a bunch of different points, but your opinion on this?
1: Yeah, I was gonna say social media is like one of those things that has a ton of potential and it has a ton of limitations. Right. Interesting. So, right. Social media is not the end all be all for your brand to the you know point that's... early on. And even in Pangea Academy strategy, right. I, yeah. I went through a lot of the sales funnel and what that was. Mm-hmm. And I went through kind of some of your other potential content pieces, right. As example, being a blog or a video, right. Being your pillar content pieces, because what the thing about social media is you want it to be something that's comprehensive and cohesive with the rest of your brand and your other places that people will interact with your brand. Right. So it's an extension typically of what the community can get a hold of. So as you know, in the short sense, the best thing about social media is that you can go viral, right? And that you can drum up a lot of organic sales. But the limiting aspect is that if you don't have followers, you can't do that, right? You're in a certain position where you can't leverage social media how Wendy's might, right? Or Apple might leverage social media. You're somebody who has a thousand followers and you're growing, right? With Pangea as an example right now, A lot of the things that we need to do content-wise are cross-promotional, like events, or either bringing students in because we want our community to be shared on other platforms. Absolutely. Right? And so that's something that you have to think about, and that's not something that's going to always generate revenue right away.
0: Patience. No, but it's a great point.
1: And and sometimes businesses are expecting you to generate revenue right away because of what they have heard about social media and its wonders.
0: Unrealistic, yeah.
1: And you have to kind of set that expectation as a social media manager, and you have to learn that also because sometimes people will come in and think a social media manager is everything to a company. And it's like, no, there's an editorial director. There should be maybe a content director. And obviously, sometimes we're talking about startups here where the social media manager is wearing four or five hats that they're generally some of these larger corporations have teams for. Yeah. So it can be overwhelming as a social media manager with all these expectations on you. And so that's kind of where I've learned that there's a way to kind of mediate that and set realistic expectations, especially for the stage of growth that your company's at, right? If I'm at 50,000 followers, maybe now I'm thinking heavily about converting sales, right? Instead of just getting people to sign up for Pangea Academy, which is a little bit more top level. It's free for everybody. You can come, it's no sweat, but now you're familiar with us, right? So yep. these are kind of the different considerations that people have to make. And like I said, I feel bad for social media managers sometimes because oh, you know, listen, they the business on oh. their
0: back. I'm I'm going to tell you something, just from that first class in the academy, we've had probably about three video conferences this week. And one of the most helpful, and and you just touched upon it, but one of the most helpful slides was just kind of sharing a couple org charts. And dude, the traditional pyramid of the org chart, I mean, just in marketing, you've always had the traditional, the way we're familiar with, you know, you got the graphic designer and maybe a social media, the way you broke it down, it was like, it, I think it had like seven different, <laughs> I mean, seven different titles. You know, from right. SEO that does all the analytical research. You have the the content person, the writer, that helps so much. And it, as a matter in of fact- In the most basic
1: sense, a social media manager is really supposed to just understand how the content that's already being created yep. go on social, Yep. right? They own social channels how you decide to write the blog might not necessarily be their job. Their job may be, okay, the blog is written. Now I have this content. How do I make this content into a post that people now want to engage and bring us back to the site? No doubt. So that's really like the ideal focus for a social media manager where they're not always responsible. Sure. They should be, um, they're at the tip of, excuse me, they're at the front of the community. So they know trends, right? They know what's popular. They can see what's happening and they should be relaying that back to the team Yep. For the team to create new content and initiatives and,
0: and no, so No, man, listen, no doubt that's, that's so important. As a matter of fact, I mean, today we're talking about social media careers. So yep. understanding what you're good at, I mean, understanding the different opportunities that fall under the social media platforms, it's so important. I mean- oh, I, I,
1: Gateway, right? This is a gateway from you know, that's the idea of a Pangea Academy is that we want to give you a, a kind of a footprint foundation into digital strategy yep. and social media managing because that's the role that we're seeing is being asked of the most of yep. people. Yep. Companies are gonna look for social media managers first when they want to scale. Um and so that again is the easiest way to get your foot in the door, right? I I don't want, I never wanted to always be a social media manager. Sure. But I knew it was the easiest way for me to get to some of these companies because that was the thing they lacked the most.
0: Absolutely. Um, right.
1: or, you know, maybe they had somebody who didn't want to do it. And I said, OK, well, I'll do it. And then eventually, I, you know, I got moved to sales or I got moved to account management or I got moved to a different part of the creative team um, that was more fitting for me. But again, to your point, social media was the was the foot in the door.
0: Absolutely. Great point. And, and just out of curiosity, who, in your opinion, like what is the ideal person that when you say, hey, you know what, they're good at social media marketing like from your experience, yep. you know, I mean, you're, geez, you're 24 years old. You hold a digital strategist position right now, at Pangea.app. So what yep. do you look for? And you say, Hey, you know what? This guy gets it.
1: Yeah. I think, you know, first and foremost, what I've been finding in trying to build a team is that I, I really like to rely on people who have a good sense of design, like graphic design wise. I feel like, That is the one thing where I can find a lot of people who can make captions. I can find a lot of people who can go source content online. Mm -hmm. I can't always find a lot of people who are technically skilled in saying like, here's a blog, I would love for you to turn this into some posts or here's an event that we're having, make a graphic for it Mm -hmm. in a way that like, you know, you would enjoy or is readable and actionable because that's what it is. Sometimes it not only needs to be the information, but then what do I do with this information? What's the next step? What's the call to action, Right. right? Um, and sometimes if you, or how do I get other people to share this post when I'm creating the design? Yeah. One thing that I'm doing is always throwing logos on things, right? Because so if I throw a logo on it, and incorporate the other person or organization, they're most likely gonna share this thing. So Absolutely. kind of having somebody who's aware of that, it's part of the design initially, is part of the content production. I, I think we went so heavily on the strategy uh, sections because that first and foremost aspect, knowing how it's gonna to relate to the rest of your process and the rest of the business is the one key sign of like, okay, this person understands that we're not just doing likes and comments for likes and comments, but we're doing it to get either more people you know, in our contact list, on our email, you know, in our network, so.
0: Oh, good stuff, Nadir. And listen to all our listeners on T20E World. We're going to continue chatting with Nadir here on Social Media Careers in 2021 when we get back from thanking our sponsor. Are you a college student or recent graduate looking to land a job? Look no further. Pangea.app, a startup founded by two recent grads from Brown University, connecting students across the country with freelance projects that start part-time and can grow into full-time jobs. Get to work helping companies with their social media, websites, blogs, and products to make a real impact and make real money at the same time. Download for free at Pangea.app. That's P-A-N-G-E-A dot app and start applying to remote roles at high growth startups and e-commerce sites. Panjed that app, the first freelance marketplace built for students. All right, welcome back. And I mean we're having an intense conversation here. It's phenomenal information, especially to All of the Generation Z millennials that are in school coming out, trying to kick ass in their careers, get a little quick start here. There's some good information here, Nadir, you've been sharing in the first part of this podcast. Let's dive into the following. A lot of people, even if you take just Instagram alone, have multiple accounts, right? Now, all of a sudden, they see they got something going here, and they can handle some, maybe some companies, so now what's your recommendation as to juggling multiple social media accounts at one time?
1: Yeah. So the interesting thing is, right. If you're probably, if you're working with a company, you're probably already juggling multiple social media accounts just by working with one company, right? Because sure. one company is probably going to have three or four accounts. That's right. They might have Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. Yeah. So that's one client, right. And can you bundle it? If you think about it, if you go on like Hootsuite or later, yeah, they sell you the pricing, right. Of like, here's the X amount of accounts that you can have, but typically four accounts means individual Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, yeah, right? So right. it is uh, in a way, right? So what I would say is to simplify that is where you want to start developing your systems and your, you know, the way that you organized and plan content. For me, that's kind of been the part of that I've been lacking over time. Mm-hmm. And now that I've been continuously focusing on to scale myself and get me to the next level, right? Because for a long time, I was a little bit too ad hoc, a little bit too kind of like, you know, I, I would brainstorm a lot of ideas, but not have necessarily plan for execution, right? Or I would be curating things, um, but not necessarily planning two months in ahead for the holidays that are coming up, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. And so being able to do that so that you're not under fire or under the gun all the time, trying to create content and just get it out for timely things is where you can start to have some really good, you know... Impact because then your content will be scheduled and then you can focus on engaging on the platforms more. Um, which is where you're gonna start to see like real growth start to happen when you start commenting on other people's pictures or commenting and engaging with your audience, and that takes time, but you don't if you don't, you know, plan a set again for the scheduling, yep, you might be a little bit behind the eight ball there. So the last part would be. Through Pangea Academy, that's the one thing that I made sure that I set up was, mm-hmm. you know, kind of those resources foundationally for people. So you would come in, you know, our first meeting, you set up your strategy. That's the, that's the homework assignment, right? Yeah. Coming up. Is, what's my initial plan, right? What type of content do I produce? What, you know, on a consistent basis, whether for Pangea, our, you know, our pillars are Pangea.app as a, as a whole, freelancing, adulting, entrepreneurship, right? Those are kind of the main things that we talk about. Yeah. So I know that every time we create content, it should relate to potentially one of those pillars. So for us to continue to, you know, that makes our lives a little bit easier. Um, And now that I have, you know, a Trello, you know, which is a project management system, I have, you know, Google Drive and a few Excel sheets in there for us to kind of share and add and update, you know, and other stakeholders on our team to add their ideas. Yeah. Well, all of that right there is what you need so that, you know, you can have some visibility, is a lot of communication Um, and you yourself, you know, are able to see the roadmap because, you know, it can get very bogged down if oh, I have to share on, on Twitter and I have to make a story and I got to do this, right? So-
0: It gets crazy.
1: It, yeah, so to prevent that, you need to develop those systems. It's 100%. funny because I,
0: I was just going to talk about that. It's one thing I pulled out of Pangea Academy the other night when you were presenting was the fact that, you know, and like I said, I met like three different times with my team here is because we all wear different hats, you yep. know, and uh although- You know, we might think we know what we're doing. The reality is there's so much more to learn, right? And we're a little more aggressive in the sense that, you know, I've been around in the industries for for more than the majority of the people that are on my team. So I'm a little more aggressive in the fact that I want growth Mm -hmm. quicker. But the reality is you got to be patient and you got to do things right. Now, one of the things I pulled out of the academy, Pangea Academy, were the fact that there's all these different workflow tools, right? and some of them in many cases are free. Like yep. you talk about Trello. Trello is a great little uh, project management app that keeps you guys all organized. And we've implemented it this week, as a matter of fact. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> then, yeah, because listen, like I said, we wear many hats. And then the thing is things actually slip. Like you yep. just said, who's going to write the content? What are we doing for stories next week? I mean, this has got to be, it, it becomes overwhelming, you yep. know, and trying to run it, a corporation plus, you know, <laughs> The growth on the digital media side is, is huge, man. So good stuff. Let me ask you recommendations and advice, for example, from you. Just the best ways, man, to get your feet wet when there's new platforms, new apps. Like, like, how do you stay present? Oh, well, like, yeah, this is a good, this is good advice. <laughs> I, and I
1: like this conversation because I know, you know, a lot of people, we get kind of shy with social media sometimes, right? Of being like in front of the camera. I and mean, I get that that can be nerve wracking, right? Kind of putting yourself out there and, and, and all that way. But the internet's a really big place. And if, right. <laughs> you know, it, it depends kind of on, you know, like your level of, I, I don't, I would even say risk, but just like how, you know, how far you want to go, right? Mm-hmm. In the sense of saying, okay, For me, when TikTok came out, I was resistant. I'm somebody who's like now getting older, Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah, relative to my generation or just the young, you know, young folks who are now becoming the trendsetters. And so with that, I had to, you know, take a step back and get that first taste of like, you're the old guy on the block. Here's this new app. Now you got to get used to this. This is not Instagram where like you grew up with it and you know about it and, and all that stuff, right? Like there's a whole community on TikTok that you're unfamiliar with. And so for me, I don't always necessarily feel like I need to know every aspect of the app, you know, every single facet to grow it. Um, But I definitely need to know the rudimentary things that people are, you know, like that work, right. And so or just how the app maneuvers, what things can you use, for example, um, YouTube and Instagram are linked on TikTok now. Yeah. And a lot of people have been growing their YouTube and their Instagram using TikTok creation, right, because Mm -hmm. it funnels to you. Um, And so me knowing that it was like, okay, well now I can implement this as a tool. And if, you know, you're working with a company like Pangea.app where we're going to, you know, over the next month, you'll see that we're going to start to really ramp up, you know, our TikTok production, yeah. um, and kind of our presence there, because we know that that's going to be, that's where our community is currently. That's right. Um, and so there's no reason for us to not be on there. And so again, back, bringing it back to the shy folks, right? if you are shy create content but just do it so that you're familiar again with using the green screen technology on TikTok and, and using the different effects that they have on there and knowing that if you use that effect you might get in uh, put into a different hashtag or a different category on the app that people will see you so if you want to be seen and you want your you know and you want to practice that go and just create content I, I made content about like the most random things on my TikTok and it was more or less like a fake TikTok you know <laughs> yeah. just just wanting to test it out And I wasn't, you know, I'm like, who's going to see this? You know, if I don't promote this, who's really going to see this? Chances are nobody's going to see this, you know? (laughs) But even with those little tests that I did, I did maybe five TikToks by myself in my house. And I saw that some of them with hashtags really did well. And then some of them didn't. (laughs) And it it was just relative to that growth. It was maybe a hundred likes here and zero likes here. Right. But I was like, Why did that happen? I have no followers, right? So just being able to go kind of in your corner of the internet and have fun and kind of not be scared of people seeing you or like making judgments, I think is the best way for you to kind of like organically learn some of these
0: Ah, apps. That's great advice, man. I'll I'll share a story with you. During the pandemic, say it was uh, March, April last year when it it peaked in our area, New York, New Jersey. Yep. The worst thing that could have happened in my household is I found TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you. And I did the same thing you just said, man. I I put myself out there. I was like, bored to death. I got to do something. My kids wanted to kill me. They're like, oh, (laughs) man, my pop's on TikTok. And I was like, hell yeah, yeah, yeah. I am. But anyway, but you're right. Listen, absolutely right. You know, it's in the beginning, you're not comfortable. But then you realize, you're like, you know what? What the hell, man? It's, it's, you go with it, you know? You put yourself out there a little bit. Step outside the bubble in your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. I wanted to ask you also, to our listeners, what are some of the top social media platforms that one should really understand and spend mm-hmm. time knowing it?
1: Yeah, I would say, depending on what you do, right? The ones that I have found to be of most interest to me recently, yeah, have definitely been. I think LinkedIn is like super underrated. I tell you, it's changed too. It's yeah, super underrated. Even now, they're becoming very content heavy on there. They're, in, they're stories now. Stories, you could add stories. Maybe, stories. Yeah, people are making things that are funny but work related. You know what I mean? I get it. And that's that's catching wind as well. But I also see it as a place, even for like for example, you know, for Adam uh from Pangea, our founder, right? He's yep. he's somebody who has a pretty solid LinkedIn following, you yep. know? So that is something that we kind of think about as its own platform or like another amplification tool for us, um, for our company and kind of growing his personal brand yep. as part of the brand of the company. And how that kind of you know inner interchanges and intersects with itself. So for us, like I think that's a, a great way to kind of one, grow your team internally as you're gonna eventually like look to hire and and but also it's a B2B place, right? We deal a lot with businesses. Sure. And so thinking about it as a as a way that we can educate our community because in almost any business. Regardless of the industry, you want to show that you have, you know, knowledge in that domain.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. And I agree, because we we've been analyzing the same situation here, even with T twenty E World. You know, one, how do we grow it? But secondly, how do we tie that into my personal brand, right? You know, the founder of T twenty E World. I've thrown myself out there and now it's tying into my LinkedIn profile. Yep. You know what I mean? And I got a Twitter account. I got so now we're trying to kind of see how do we do the blend, right? How do and I've got a large corporate following on the LinkedIn. But I, I agree with you. We see huge potential in, in making LinkedIn work differently. You know, Right, right. And it's so, a
1: great, you know, to what you're talking about, it's a great top of the funnel tool for people to just, you know, if you want to create blogs about things that you're learning um, about running podcasts, right? Five things that I've learned from running podcasts. That's the type of thing that does well on LinkedIn, right? Where people are constantly looking for types of information and resources. And if you become somebody that now I'm looking to, because, you know, I know Hugo's running a podcast, he keeps dropping cool tips and he maybe dropped more resources for me to learn about my own podcast. Now I come to you for a resource. And if I ever think about podcasts, you're top of mind, right? So I think, you know, that's one quick, good example, but Facebook, right? Facebook and Instagram are now becoming very similar in the way of how content creators are working on them. So it is a sense of like, as a social media person, you also want to be strong at content marketing because with paid ads, you know, it's not necessarily the same mechanisms as social media because now you're paying to be in front of an audience, you're targeting the audience and you're putting a spend behind it Mm -hmm. um, in a very particular way. And so with that, you just got to know what content am I going to make for this paid ad that's going to be seen by this audience in this way, whether it's in their feed on Facebook or in a story, wherever you decide to make that placement, that's going to be something that's important because depending on that messaging or depending on that content will, you know, make or break your conversion, right? Make or break your sales. So kind of understanding Facebook and Instagram as a pay to play scenario now, um, I think is important, but there's still some ways to grow, but I think a lot of it relies on cross promotion and amplification and potentially even
0: influencers. So. Absolutely. I agree. Influencers, that's, a, that's another really important topic. I mean, that's a topic in itself that you could discuss for a solid hour because I've right. learned a lot. I mean, you spoke about it, understanding what an influencer is, a micro-influencer and how to kind of integrate them with your business plan. Very important. Hey, listen, Nadir, I wanted to ask you, so realistic goals, right? If there's one thing I've learned in this new world of social media marketing, right? It's, having a little bit of patience, right? Doing things right, following the rules, kind of putting yourself out there, but really being patient. It'll happen if you do it right. So setting realistic goals when trying to grow social media page, what would your advice be?
1: Yeah, setting realistic goals. I would say, you know, think about things that you can control. Things that, you know, you really think that, you know, as part of your levers. I know it's um, with Pangea, the the goal that we set was to grow our followers from 500 to 1,000. Right. in like six months, that was like one concrete goal that we said, sure. we did hit that marker, yeah. you know, something that I felt confident that we could hit. Um, and I thought we could go over it. You know, if we worked harder um, or even if we just came just shy, it would still be a good growth rate. So it's kind of that balance. I know a lot of times when we talk about setting goals, they always say to kind of do like 70 percent is OK. If you hit 70, 80%, that's okay. So set a goal that's like, if you hit hundred percent, it's like phenomenal. And if you hit 70, 80, it's okay, but you're striving to hit that hundred. Always. And then in terms of like, even making things that are relevant to what you do, for example, if you're a social media manager and the company comes to you and they say, Hey, we need to make t-shirt sales, right? Every, you know, it's your job to get us a hundred dollars in sales you can actually say, hey, let's draw that back and let's set a realistic expectation, right? Maybe my job or the the metric that you're you're holding me to is not your sale, but it's my job in the funnel, right? Which means that if I can get the users from our social media to our website, that's mostly my job, right? That's really what my job is as a social media manager is to get them from social media to your platform or to get them to sign up for your email list. So that's another goal that we've set in terms of driving leads is more thinking about the email list, right? Or then getting it into another, and this looks like another aspect now of the digital strategy, that's right? right? Because once I send it to your website, that's whoever's making the website, as long as they make, because if they don't make the website correctly, somebody won't buy, even though I did a good job of getting them to the website, right? And you're gonna blame me because you didn't set up the <laughs> website correctly, or you know it doesn't retarget them so that when they go to your website and leave, now it sends them a paid ad, right? So, you have to ask companies what they're doing for the rest of the funnel to lead to conversion so that, you know, or set up a proper landing page that has all the information, right? That people need to make a decision so that yes, when you do start to convert, people will actually, or excuse me, when you do start to get them from social to website, they convert more. Um, and it's not all on you. So again, really making sure that the goals that they have you set, um, and the metrics that they have you, you're holding you to are ones that are actually your responsibility and directly related to your work.
0: That's awesome. I mean, this is, Freaking amazing advice. To all my corporate friends out there that listen to this podcast, great advice here from Nadir Pearson, digital strategist, app. It's a perfect way. I mean, everybody learns on this one. I think the way, the traditional way of marketing it, the mentality in some of the larger corporate America and getting that fresh thought of ideas from the younger generation is critical. I think if my executive friends out there that do follow this podcast can just take a phenomenal listen to this one, I mean, they're going to get valuable advice from you, Nadir. It's amazing because you're dead on. So listen, what's we all do, <laughs> man, but that's how we <laughs> learn that's how we Absolutely. learn. So, I mean, you're 24 years old, you've made some mistakes. I'm 54. You can imagine <laughs> the list. I have buckets in my garage of just mistakes, but you know what? We figured <laughs> it out. And we're here today, right? Talk about them. Yes, yes, so sir. listen up, man. Thank you so much, Nadir. As we wrap up this episode, if I were to ask you, what's that one bit of advice to our listeners out there at T20E World? What would that one advice from Nadir Pearson be? Uh, Again, I I wanna bring it back to the free for now, not
1: forever. If you wanna go fast, that's the fastest way to do it is to like offer yourself free services, even for a period of time. I think, you know, for me, people look at like my, in the campus industry, you know, from a 19 year old to now being 24 and the things that I've done. And a lot of it is because I had the privilege, yes, to do certain things for free and not be make or break on my life. You know, and that that does come from a level of privilege, but as much as you can, and let people know that, hey, maybe I'll do this for free now because I really want to take this opportunity and I really want to show you what I can do. But later on, let's talk about what this can be and have a real honest and you you hold people to that. I think that's really the fastest way to get you going, get you in the door, get you the opportunity that you seek. And like I said, again, it's an opportunity for you to show your stuff. You awesome. want to give people a risk, like low risk, high reward.
0: Absolutely. If
1: I'm doing it for free, it's low risk on your end. If I mess up, you didn't pay for it. That's right. Stop it.
0: Nadir phenomenal advice to all our listeners out there so once again Nadir Pearson thank you so much for uh being with us today to share social media careers in 2021 Nadir thanks again and to all our listeners out there this is Nadir Pearson and Hugo and we are checking out